Welcome to the Energy Works Radio Show. This is episode 42, Prosperity in Life. What does prosperity mean to you? So I was thinking about this. I had quite a few suggestions about topics and what people wanted to talk about. And some of them were about, you know, prosperity in terms of money and success. Some were in terms of health. Some people were, you know, being successful in life and also being able to deal with the problems. So I thought we'd try to cover a little bit of that all in all. So I guess too, prosperity does include being able to trust in life whatever's going to happen. So that could be trusting in your health. That could be trusting that you will have enough love in your family. That could be trusting that you will have the health that you want, that you are able to live a quality of life that you want to do. It also could mean that you will have the freedom of time and money to be able to do the things that you want to do too and the opportunity. So I guess it encourages a lot of different things. And of course, life is challenging. That's how we grow. We we kind of want to be on this cruise ship and have everything handed to us and not have any work or, you know, hardship. But actually, hardship is what makes us grow. And not only that, it's when you work hard for something or maybe work smart for something, is probably a better way to say it, you actually have more pride and a sense of accomplishment in what you do if you've made the effort for yourself because it's, you know, it's like producing an artwork, isn't it? You've put the effort in, you've thought about it, how it's going to go. That whole thing is how it is important. So I think for me, prosperity is, would be the opportunity to be able to travel and teach and, you know, to help change the world one person at a time. Just adding a little message in here. All right, here we go. So, there's someone jumping on now. So, very good. Welcome. And uh, I just was going to continue on talking about you know, how our prosperity looks. So, as I was saying, for me, it's about being able to travel and to go and do things and see people and to help people. And to me, it's great pleasure, great pleasure in helping other people become who they're supposed to be. And even though, you know, life can be challenging and hectic and, you know, sometimes you wonder why you're doing what you're doing, I think for me to see people change and grow and to have an understanding is wonderful. I like to be able to see people's head open. So it's like, you know, we become very limited in our thinking and we become limited in what we can see for ourselves and how we see our future being and possibilities that we have. And even though we may be stopped at particular times, either with our health or our money or our time or family or different situations, being able to see that this is just a, you know, a speed bump in life and to be able to get past it is really important. So, uh, some people expressed concerns and some of the concerns were, we just found a Facebook group here. So some of the concerns were, you know, clearing the blocks of success and prosperity, meeting the challenges, but enjoying the journey. And, you know, being able to trust that life's going to be the best that we want it to be. So I figured we'd clear that, to me, they all represented prosperity because to me, prosperity is not just money. It's being able to have the quality of life that you want to have to be able to enjoy all those things. So probably clear some energy around that. And also someone else I mentioned fears surrounding health aspects, like particularly things like cancer. So I thought, you know, it's, it's good for us to feel that we can enjoy our health and whatever, you know, challenges may come, that we are going to rise above whatever there is and that we're going to listen to our body, that it doesn't have to become 
sick for us to hear the message and that we, you know, know how to take time out. So for me, I was very indulgent last night and went to have a lovely massage and face treatment and, you know, downtime. And because my life's been really hectic the last, well, the last few months because I've been doing Diamond Club with doTERRA. So that's involved me going around doing a lot of teaching and traveling, which has been great, but hectic. And so, you know, I guess for you, I would like you to sit down and determine what your prosperity looks like, you know, what will you be doing, who you'll be spending time with, you know, how will you be earning money, you know, how will you be exercising, how will you be growing, you know, all those sort of things. So, Jarek Robbins, he described it as, you know, describe your perfect day. How would your perfect day look? So think about that. Write it down. You know, write down what you would like, how you would like your perfect day to look. And, you know, again, who would be spending with what you'd be doing. And, you know, the more that you can determine how it looks and what you want to do, the more likely you are to obtain it because you actually know what you're going for. So, you know, the, just the nebulous idea of prosperity is not going to be something you can aim for because it's not finite or it's not described or not, you know, how you want it to be. And, you know, people say financial independence, but, you know, how is that going to look for you and how are you going to set that up? So one of the classes that I went to, they talked about um, pipelines and bucket jobs. And uh, we've probably talked about this, but I think it's worth a mention again. You know, you there was a man that had a job delivering buckets of water in the village and, you know, he's paid for buckets. And so he did that, you know, six, seven days a week delivering buckets of water. And so in his spare time and with any spare money he had, he was building a pipeline from the, the river to the town. And so you know, everyone thought he was crazy. But in the end, once the pipeline was finished, you know, he could just you know, open the tap and they sell the buckets of water that way without having to go all the way down to the river each time. And so then he was having a pipeline where he could actually earn money without having to do the hard work on a day-to-day basis. And so we probably need to be looking in our life and with our job and work and, you know, the situation that we have financially, how are we going to make a pipeline so that we have things to come? And then if you want to stretch that a little bit more, you could, it's also like having your pipeline in your health. What are you doing each day to have the health that you're going to need to enjoy this prosperous life you're going to have? There's no good having the money if you don't have the health to enjoy it. So... It's like building the pipeline in the relationships, building the pipeline in your health, building the pipeline with your money, building the pipeline in all aspects of your life so that your life is prosperous as a whole. Now, in talking about the fear aspects, say for example fear of cancer or fear of poverty or fear of, you know, lack of freedom of time, you know, what what is it that we need to face? Because I, I found in life everything that I worried about or didn't like, I've had it in my family or, you know, in my life. And so it's like we have to look down the barrel of the things that we're scared of and to see why we're scared of it and, you know, what that thing really represents to us. So there's a lot of books out there that you can look at with health and, um, you know, to look up what, you know, what that might be about. You know, Louise Hayes got, you know, a number of different things that she talks about, you know, what different physical problems represent. So, for example, she's, I've just picked out of the blue here, um, nervousness, and she's got fear, anxiety, struggle, rushing, not trusting the process of life. And so that's so true, isn't it? It's, again, we talk about the camp of fear and the camp of faith. So in the camp of fear, 
we're always in self-preservation. We're, you know, looking out for who's going to attack us. You know, when's the next problem going to come from? And there's no growth and learning because all our energy is, is diverted into saving yourself or, you know, preventing yourself from being hurt or harmed. So we need to step into the camp of faith where we trust the process. Even though we may not know exactly how it's going to look, we trust the process, we trust that the money or the health or the time or the or the relationships will come and we're able to be in the place of growth and learning. Because only in the place of growth and learning are we able to be who we really want to be and are, are things able to change. So it's like we need to be able to occasionally step in the camp of fear to protect ourselves, but we need not to leave our lives in that camp. So again, it's back to trusting the process. So, you know, Louise Hay, Carol Truman, people like that, even um, in their seagull, she talks about that and how different body parts, you know, represent different types of problems. And so your body really can tell you where you're stuck if you listen to it. And, you know, sometimes it's things that are stuck in our in our childhood. So as I said, I went for a massage last night and uh, around one knee, she said, oh, what's going on here? I said, yeah, it kind of feels a bit thick there. And she said, why is it thick? And then, you know, it's sort of like just what pops in your head. It was like, oh, you know, a bit stuck, you know, a bit scared, feel like you're being attacked. Or, And it came down to when I was 10, I was in um, a singing class and I was told that I wasn't singing in tune and that I, at this particular event I wasn't to sing. I had to mouth. And I was pretty upset about that. And I had to go behind the teacher's back at the teacher and her daughter heard me and dogged me in and so I got in trouble. And so that was hiding in my knee. And so I think that's what we can do sometimes when we perhaps aren't as successful at something we want to do and someone criticizes us, we feel that we want to attack. But also, the other side of it was pointed out to me was the teacher is criticizing me, but she's supposed to be teaching me and helping me. So the teacher failed to do her job as well as me failing to learn. So it's like taking responsibility for all aspects. So, and it's like almost we have to acknowledge that 10 year old, how she felt, you know, what she needed to learn, you know, what would you say to that 10 year old? What would, you know, what would the mum, if you were the mum to that daughter, what would you say to that daughter? You know, what does she need to hear? And, you know, yeah, the teacher didn't do the right thing. The teacher was critical of you, whereas the teacher should have been helping you. And so it's almost like you have to mother yourself in these situations. And if you allow yourself to be in the moment with those problems, you can learn from your body and you can learn from the situation. Now, I wouldn't say I was the master at this at all. I think I'm still very much the student learning these things. Anyway, I'll slow down and take a breath. Let's clear some energy about this. All right, so let's just say I am prosperous. That doesn't hold. I enjoy my prosperity. I enjoy my prosperity in health. I enjoy my prosperity in life. I enjoy my prosperity in finances. I enjoy my prosperity in relationships. And none of those hold. All right, so this goes into the fourth chakra. So relationships can be unbalanced due to clinginess. And so it's almost like if we have prosperity issues, we get scared to spend our money or to use our resources or even I have some a little bit of rose oil and it's hard to come by. And so at some stages I was really stingy with it. And then I've decided to change my thinking on it. I thought, no, I'm just going to share it and I'm going to trust that if I run out that God will provide me some more. 
So, you know, that may be, that may not be. And I figure that I'm not going to hold back. I'm just going to, you know, use what I need to use to help the people around me and trust that I'll be provided for. So it's almost like a head shift had to happen for me in that way. And rosewood, we'll plug in the the, uh, frequency of rosewood oil. I am lovable. And I think this I am lovable applies not just to people, but it also applies to feeling lovable by by the universe and by, you know, people that are, you know, with us or around us, you know, and situations, you know, lovable by our boss and lovable by our husband and wife and lovable by our children and lovable by our money, you know, all of those people and all of those things. I love unconditionally. And I kind of see that too. It's like we're only going to love money if it does the right thing to us. We're not going to trust money until it's doing what we want it to do. And I I think I was like that with my children. You know, I'm only going to love you when you do what I say. But they have to do their own journey. So it's been a hard thing for me to learn that. So I think that applies to money too and to, you know, having a little bit more trust in life that you will have what you need. I no longer need to earn love. I'm confident the healing power of God's love will heal my heart, mind and body. Love is everywhere and I allow myself to experience it. I remember watching a show years and years ago. I was Oprah actually and she was interviewing a number of famous women that had eating problems and talking about, you know, how they're, like one that sticks in mind particularly was a concert pianist and her mum would come and bring her a piece of chocolate cake and say, yes, just practice a bit more, dear. And so her her love was shown to her in food. And so, you know, we, we've got to be careful how our love is represented and how we are shown love, you know, and so you know, sometimes for us our rewards have been food. Well, that doesn't make a healthy a healthy life because then we reward ourselves with food and so then, you know, we, we tend to put on weight or not have the best health. So having a good reward system, I think, has to come into it too. So we'll go into the first chakra now and this deals with safety. Now, your immune system comes in here with the first chakra as well. And so your immune system is, you know, your, your protection so it's feeling like you can protect yourself. So not only in your health, but in your relationships and in your finances, isn't it? My body has the strength to resist disease. My mind has the strength to resist disorder. My heart has the strength to resist lack. You know, we're going into the aura. So there's someone latching onto our energy. There's five different people, about 92 different hooks. And we're going to seventh chakra. Uh, skepticism regarding spiritual things. It's almost like we have to have childlike faith that things will be okay. And sometimes people will ridicule us for that childlike faith. Oh, you know, you have to think that, you know, how do you know? You have to take care of it yourself. And it's true that we have to be responsible and, you know, do everything that we can. But I think we're always met spiritually, you know. We put the effort in it. The rest is made up by God or the universe. But we have to allow it. So we're going to plug in some cedar wood here. So a little bit of damage in the Celtic weave around the gut area and uh, life rhythm to do with the bladder meridian and virus hiding in the bladder. And there's a generational problem attached. Dad's dad. A little bit more stuff for dad's dad. And some disdainfulness. And six sharper. I am insightful. A bit more like seven sharper. I allow myself to be led by God. I am intelligent and spiritual. Sometimes we can be perceived as being simple if we are led by God. 
But I think our lives are so much more expansive and powerful if we allow ourselves to be led. It can be scary because you have to trust, but it also can be amazing. And someone's timeline, 15 years of age, also birth, lots of false beliefs. Oh, the first chakra. And this can involve as well difficulty focusing and following through. Also difficulty with finances. Something in someone's timeline at age eight. Just resetting the electrics. And if we lift our overall vibration, so when we vibrate at a higher level, we experience more joy, we see higher things in life. Low vibration is shame, you know, false pride, nasty sort of emotions. So being able to see the joy in lots of different things, being grateful, gallbladder in life rhythm. And something age 19, the feeling of being galled. Also age 15. And for someone, their base grid, you know, a difficult experience, the grid split when they were five. All right, so that's a bit clearer. So let's just check some of our starting affirmations. So I am prosperous, yes. I enjoy my prosperity, yes. I enjoy my prosperity in life, in health and in relationships. God gives me all I need, want and desire. I allow myself to receive it. It's good. I'm lovable. I love unconditionally. I no longer need to earn love. These are all strong now. My body has strength to resist disease. My mind has the strength to resist disorder. My heart has the strength to resist lack. I release all forms of lack from my life. I am insightful. I allow myself to be led by God. I am intelligent and spiritual. I no longer have difficulty focusing and following through. My finances are healthy and strong, as is my body. Great. All right, well, I hope you have a good day today. Um, please feel free to share the recording of the call or you know, to invite people to the call for next week. And please continue to share in the Facebook page. It does help me to be able to find topics and clear energy that's relevant for each person. So, yes, please continue to share. Please keep up your good work, encouraging and helping other people and, you know, believe in yourself and uh, trust that the future will be great. See you. Bye for now.